Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Meet Dave and Ryan. Dave and Ryan are doing very well for sure. That's because they are the hosts of the Rock Vegas podcast. Dave paints and writes books. Ryan doesn't edit anything. Listen to them weekly on the Rock Vegas podcast for a boost of self-esteem and natural male enhancement. You know how I've been like really getting like all over the circle. I'm talking about it 24 yeah, 7. Man, that's cool. Got show. Sammy in, got Miranda in. Oh, not in. We, well, I mean, we on the show. The, on the yeah, show. I mean, you, you, know you really surprised me with the Miranda. I got another one for you. Come on. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. What are you going to tell me? You got Alex this time? I did. I got Adam slash Alex. Wait, what? Yeah. Remember, he went as Adam. <laughs> okay, so he's going to call? Yeah, he's calling, dude. Oh. Hello? Hello, is this Dave? This is. Alex, how are you, sir? Hey, it's Alex. I am very well. I'm Fantastic. out on a walk. You're out on a walk? a nice thing to do. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm going to introduce you to Ryan. Ryan is my co-host. Hey, Alex. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. It's a... All right, well, Alex, thanks for uh, calling in today and uh, taking some time out of your busy day to uh, interview. And uh, we got all kinds of questions, circle-related and life-related, so we'll start right off. Why Why did you want to do the uh, circle? Uh, why did I want to do the circle? Because the premise of the show is absolutely insane. I mean, I had seen the British version, and I said... This is like the only reality show that I would ever want to participate in, if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. It's like, it's like you could be anybody. There's no physical content or contact, rather. It's like you can just sit on the couch all day and shout at the, the <laughs> circle console, and it just works. Yeah, that's I super mean, awesome. It's like, yeah, it's. I mean, I think I still think the concept is absolutely brilliant. It is. It, it, and I've talked to Miranda and Sammy, and I've told them the same thing, and I'll tell you. I hate reality show, and I'm the same way. If I was to do a reality show, it would totally be The Circle because of what it's all about. I think it's a really cool concept. Well, I also love the fact that things didn't really get super heated on our, on our season, but if things did get heated, it's like there's no way somebody could physically punch me, which I thought <laughs> was a, a really nice buffer. Yeah, yeah that's a nice good... and safe. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even like think if you're about on that. Big brother, somebody if you could say the wrong thing, and somebody yeah. could deck you. And I, 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 I just don't want that. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. I wouldn't want that either. So, so why did you decide to be a catfish? Yeah, why did I? Well, I thought one, it would be a good way to get on the show. Like, I mean, when I when I applied, I said, look. I love who I am. If you want me to go on as myself, 
I would love to do that, but I think the way that I would have to do it to win is to go in as this hunk that is Adam. All right. So it's like, yeah, it was like, yeah, I just thought this is how I do it. So I have a question. Then who do you know who Adam is, or is, is or who the guy is the picture that you used is? I know him slightly now. We we talk on Instagram over the DMs, but uh, prior to the show, I did not know him. I so, pitched them. <clears throat> so when I applied to the show, I pitched them with one guy who I who was a friend of a friend in New York, beautiful man. And he was not interested, didn't find the release. So I scrambled to find another guy. He signed a release, but then the producers wanted to talk to him more, and he just completely vanished. Hmm. And finally, like a week before they started, they sent me over a a big book of beautiful men. (laughs) And they said, these are the people we've cleared. Pick one, and that will be Adam. And I said, great. So I flipped through, and when I saw this guy, his name's Eddie, when I saw him, I'm like, that's him. That's the guy I'm going with. Let's do that. That's awesome. That is, yeah. Yeah. I always wondered how how that went down. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. I, I really tried to find, like, the person, and it's just nothing panned out. And then Netflix came through. Sweet. So I was really happy with that. The Netflix gods were smiling on you on that day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and they found a man even more beautiful than anybody I pitched them with. So <laughs> I'm very grateful. I think it's interesting that they have a book of just faces of people like, yeah, you can yeah. use me. Like, how do I how do I sign up for that? Because I would sign up for that. I don't know I if I'd want to be on the show, but I, I could be a face on the show. <laughs> there's there's I could ask a. I could ask Eddie. There's like a website for casting. He just submitted his photos via that. Nice. Oh, wow. That's, That's pretty yeah. cool. Wouldn't even ever yeah. imagine something like that exists. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense. Now, okay, so you've talked to Eddie a little bit. It, how does he feel about having been used by you on the show? I it, mean, he didn't. He knew less about what he was getting into than I did. He just knew that he was sending his photos in to be used on a Netflix show. Um, he didn't know anything about me. He just said, okay. So it's like you have to take it with, with, I mean, what am I saying? You just, you take what you get. Right. He's, he's very, he's very kind about it. He's very nice. He tells me I played a better game than I actually played, which I don't know about that, but. Hey, I think yeah, you played a like, pretty good game, being that you came in towards the end of the un, end of the run, kind of, and you yeah. you beat out Miranda. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy I, to me. By some small miracle, I still <laughs> owe Shubham for that. Yeah, how did that make you feel when you were sitting there and it was just you and Miranda, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm going home." It's Miranda, and then they picked you to save. How did you feel about that? I mean, it's insane because it's like you have no idea especially coming in late, you have no idea what relationships have happened, what conversations have happened. So, yeah, it's like there's no way I thought I could beat out Miranda. And I think, yeah, Shubham just didn't connect with her, but I, I had no idea about that. So, yeah, it was, it was a great sense of relief. Those, anytime there was a blocking on the table, it was the most stressful time. I could imagine. And I really thought, like, he would have saved... 
Miranda because you kind of posed a threat to him, you know, with the whole Seaborn Rebecca thing. So I was really surprised yeah. when he when he saved you instead of her because I'm thinking if I was Shuby and I you know I have a friendship sister relationship thing going on, I would have totally been like, yeah, screw that guy, he's going to cock block me, mm-hmm. I'm going to get him out of here, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Shubham remained adamant that he was never interested romantically in Rebecca. Right. He, he, he to this day, remains adamant about that. And to be honest, like, all the language they were using was like, he's like a brother to me, he's like a sister to me, or she's like a sister to me. So it's like, but, Yeah. I mean, it's not, at the end of the day, it's not a game that, that's, like, romance-driven. It's a game that's strategy-driven. Right. Yeah. And I noticed you kind of changed your uh, strategy halfway through. Well, I mean, I had to because <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I think, am I allowed to use profanity on this podcast? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, I think I really fucked up after my date with Rebecca instead of just saying, okay, I'm fully in love with Rebecca. And when I went to talk to Sammy and say, like, I need somebody that can handle all of me, it's like, that really fucked me up in so many levels. <laughs> and, yeah, it's like, you, you you always have to adjust, you always have to read and, like, reinvent yourself, because you don't know what's going to come next, and you don't know what other people are thinking, and you make mistakes, and, yeah, you try to correct for them. Right, and you have, you have to correct them in, like, real time. You don't have time to think about them either. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, it's you like know. you're sitting in a hot tub, you're talking to Shubom, and you're like, Shubom wants somebody who is genuine, that is real. So what do I do? I just tell him I'm in love with Rebecca, which is not genuine or real, but it was what he wanted to hear. Right, right. No, it makes sense, you know. Now, do you would you have handled it differently had you gone in as yourself? Like, obviously, you wouldn't. Oh, I mean, people would know that you're married, but would you have handled... Like, I don't even know how to ask that. I guess, but the relationship. I mean, if I went in, if I went in as myself, as a, if I didn't go in as a single person, but yeah, the game would have played out completely different because I wouldn't have walked in and said a rouse. Yeah, like that right. would have been off the table completely because I wouldn't even be thinking in those lines. Right. Right. Now, watching the the show back when you when you get introduced and you mention that you know whoever rouses me the most. Did you kind of get like, man, I should have used a different word on that? Or like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with that. That's what I said, and I wanted to say that. Uh, well, arouse, it's a funny thing, because I, I didn't want to say something completely obscene. Right. And when I said it in the room, it didn't really strike me as something that would be, like, shocking or vulgar or, like, incredibly off-putting. I didn't, I didn't think it would be... I didn't think it would be received quite the way it was, if that makes sense. And when I played the game, it's like I said it, and then I moved on as if I didn't say anything at all. Right, right, because it was, it was just regular talk for you at that point. But yeah, all the yeah, girls, well, totally. You're, <laughs> you're, you're essentially like standing in a room pacing, and you're like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? I want to send this message. I want it to be like a little, a little provocative, but I don't want it to be like overboard and... I guess arouse is overboard in the 21st century. Apparently, to some people. I mean, I, I just thought it was a funny word. I haven't used that word in years, so it's just funny to hear it come well, back. It's like the way that the way that first conversation was framed to me was like, okay, you're going to go in and you're going to play a game where you talk with th- 
three people and you invite one of them on a date. And for some reason in my brain, like what clicked off was like 1970s era dating shows. And that's where you get words like aroused and yeah. raw. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's a game. I get it. Yeah, that makes and sense. Yeah, I get it. They're, they're just not, they're just not part of the, uh, the vernacular of the youth. Right. So when it came out and you watched it, did you watch it with your wife or did she watch it like in a different room oh, away from you? How how did she no, like no, it? We watched it. Uh, I mean, I think we both acknowledged that I did a terrible job <laughs> when it came to flirting. It was just like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Hell, when we started dating, she was the one that courted me because, yeah, I'm I'm completely lost and hopeless when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> that's all right though you know and you guys have been married for a while right we've only been married for a little less than a year but we've been together for shit almost 12 years okay that's what i meant yeah you've right? been together forever yeah yeah i mean we, we've been together for a long time at this point how did you guys meet we met in school in chicago oh nice so she's a we midwestern uh, school of the art institute nice now are you are you originally from chicago or I, I am not. I grew up mostly in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Right. And then I moved out to Chicago for college. Nice. And then out to L.A. And then, no, well, then we moved to New York. We lived in New York for eight years, and then we moved to L.A. Wow. Okay. You guys move around a lot. Where are you moving to next? <laughs> I I don't know. Europe. Oh, shit. No, I have no idea. <laughs> That's a little bit I across mean, the pond. Yeah, and Literally across the pond, but no, no, no plans on moving anytime soon. We're pretty, pretty settled. So, what do you? The time being, are you allowed to say what you do for a day job? What do I do for a day job right now? I, I mean, I'm an artist. Right. I, I pick up a, I pick up freelance work as I can, and yeah, I don't have a nine to five right now. I'm looking for one, but I don't have one. Right on. So, like, kinda nice. what kind of art do you do? Like, photography, film, portrait, painting? What do we do here? So, I make uh, artist-made experimental films on film. I use small-gauge 16-millimeter, 8-millimeter film, and I make these, like, sort of film poems, I guess you could call them. So, that's what's on your website, right? The Yeah, it, that's what's on my okay. website. Okay. I was trying to figure out what they were. I was watching... We watched one the other day, and I was trying to figure out what it was. So it's, and it was all silent too, which is kind of cool. Well, some of them. Yeah, are. some of them are silent. Some of them have sound. It depends. Yeah. Wow. How long have you been doing that? How long have I been doing that? Probably since uh, 2005, 2006. Oh wow, quite a while. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of slowed down. Like, yeah, they don't make that much money, and they definitely cost quite a bit of money to produce oh, yeah. relatively speaking and oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've slowed down considerably after school but i have a couple things that i'm working on now now do you do you prefer working with the actual film like the actual film as Absolutely. opposed to like digital yeah i mean i like it's like you can hold the film up to the light and see the images and like physically cut where you need to cut yeah, I, I, I like the tactility of the material. Yeah. yeah see, it's that's almost a, like sculpture. Yeah, it's something I've never done. I've always done digital film work. I've never done anything with an actual reel or anything. I wouldn't even know where yeah. to begin. It, it's, I mean, you, you, you grab some film and some tape, and 
and you you have at it. It's crazy. That's a whole other world for yeah, me, man. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah, I, I I don't always love the outcome of the films I make, but I really love the process of doing and the way I feel when I am making something. Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So most of your stuff, you're behind the camera. This is this one of the first times you've been on the other side of the camera, then? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, there are definitely like school projects where people would be like stand in front of the camera and say something and you do that. But, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't act. <laughs> and you, you didn't really act too much, right? At first you were kind of this Adam guy. And then after like the first or second episode, you went right into just straight up Alex mode, right? Well, I mean, it's, it's, you're always playing both. It's the thing. That's also the thing about being a catfish on the show is that even when you are being somebody else you're still being yourself and you're being the conflicted self you are right that's deep (laughs) you're a deep individual man thanks i I really (laughs) try to delve into the deepest levels of the human psyche so what was the one thing that you brought to the circle i know everyone brought different things you know i obviously brought his mom what what did you bring (laughs) uh well, I mean, they encouraged us to bring all sorts of things. So the the one thing is 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 a bit of a an exaggeration. But what did I bring with me? I brought some wind chimes that I really like. Okay. I brought a small watermelon pinata. I brought some trinkets. Uh, I brought a typewriter with me, which is funny. Yeah. I thought. Did you use it? I don't remember you using it. Yeah, I did use it. Uh, they show me once typing with it for like five seconds. I uh, typed in, like, a daily diary entry when I was there. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, it's like, yeah, try to get my thoughts in order. Right. So do you write also then? I know you said you did, like, film poems. Do you write as well? I don't really write, no. All right. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I just don't write. I should. I think about it, but I just don't. Yeah, it's a lot of work. You know. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a lot of work, and then there are, like, self-esteem and confidence issues. It's, it's all sorts of things all wrapped up in one. Right. Yeah, you're preaching to choir on that one, man. I got all kinds of self-esteem issues, so I, I totally get you there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I write something, and I look at that, and I'm like, what is this? Why did I even write this? And I just want to throw it in the shredder. Uh, yeah. So. That's why I use my computer to type. Then I can just hit delete instead of having to throw a shredder in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right. So, so I got a question. Uh, so your wardrobe, is it true mm-hmm. your your wife made pretty much everything that you brought in there? She made a bunch of the stuff. I mean, it's like any time I wore a sweater, which I brought a lot of sweaters and the room was very hot, so I didn't wear a lot of sweaters. But she made a lot of the pants. She made a lot. Of, she made all of the sweaters. I mean, yeah, most anything that's like really crazy, Gina probably made. Yeah, I re- that's yeah, like the is. first thing that caught my eye. I was like, oh, this guy's got some some cool clothes. Like everybody else, you know, just normal, like whatever. And you had like, hey, stand tie-dye, up, yeah. yeah, the tie dye, and yeah, it was. Oh, it's, like, it's a nice change of pace yeah, oh, when yeah. you walked in, you know. Yeah, she also makes all those tie dyes, which are beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean, you're in a room alone, so you might as well be comfortable, wear things that are bright. I mean, I love just wearing things that are bright and wild and 
yeah, it brings me happiness. And especially, yeah, you're not interfacing with these people. So it's like, I could have just been in my underwear the whole time. <laughs> I don't think production would have liked that very much, but I could have. Yeah. Yeah. You have that option. I mean, you chose not to, which is fine, yeah. but yeah, you had that option. Yeah. I think, I think the viewing audience at home is very grateful that I was wearing more than just my underwear. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. We had heard how hot it was there. Like yeah. every single day, everyone kept talking about how hot it is there. That's yeah. crazy. And yeah, so Gina makes sweaters, and I'm like, oh, I'll wear all these sweaters because, like, Gina makes them. They make me really happy. They remind me of her, and I think they're, I, I think they're, just beautiful things. And so you pack the suitcase full of sweaters, and then you get there, and you're like, it's 95 degrees in yeah. this room. I can't wear this. Yeah, that's. It's so wild that they that it was so hot. It's. I, I still I'm baffled that they didn't let you guys have air conditioning. But you guys got a fan, and that's it. Yeah, we got we got Dyson Airblades. Yep. Well, it's like they didn't even want us opening the windows because they were afraid that if we opened the windows, we would hear somebody else. Yeah. That's so Which, wild. I I understand, but also like. Yeah, it was, like. Out of all my complaints, the heat in the room was the one thing I wasn't prepared for and that I probably complained about the most. <laughs> it's, it, now, did they did they ever give a reason why nobody could have air conditioning? Or is it the building just not installed for air conditioning? The building's not installed for AC. I think, I mean, if, if you were able to open the balconies, it would have been incredibly pleasant. It was it, like the days, they were cool and beautiful. It's just, you're shut in. The lights are hot, yeah. and I think, yeah, I think if they brought in air conditioners, maybe they'd be too loud or they'd interfere yeah. with the sound. Yeah, sound issue for sure. Maybe, maybe it's some sort of like psychological warfare. I have no <laughs> idea. So when you got, got upstairs and you were in the hot tub, was it a cold hot tub or was it a hot hot tub? Uh, the hot the hot tub was hot. It was like I don't know if you if you noticed, but like when you see my footage in the hot tub, like all the plants in the back are swaying because it was incredibly windy, but the, the hot tub was hot. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't was sure. Nice. I was thinking maybe they'd make it, it cold for you guys. It was windy. hot. Yeah. It actually looked like in the background, it looked like it was going to storm. It was pretty dark in the background. Yeah. Not that you guys Another, would know because yeah. <laughs> you guys are inside and everything's yeah. closed off to you. you. You can, you can peer out the windows. You just can't open them. It's like uh-huh. a giant tease to have like this balcony in front of you, and you're like, I just want to step outside for ten minutes. <laughs> right. I mean, production was very good about like making sure you had time outside every day, but it's yeah, the giant tease of having that window there and the little balcony that you can't go out on. Right. It's kind of it kind of sounds like prison a little bit. Like, all right, you get your your fifteen minutes on <laughs> in, in yard today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back back to the cell. Yeah, I that's... mean it's 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 like prison, but it's a very cushy prison. Right, I would go back to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you? So, so you I, would I, do it? You would do it again? Oh, in a heartbeat. Now, would you I mean, would you catfish wanna... again, or would you play Alex this time? Uh it's so hard to say. I'd probably go in as myself. See, I think you'd I have mean, to you'd have to catfish because people know who you are now. Yeah, not necessarily. If he would just be Alex, you know, I don't know. It's so hard to say. I mean, you also, I mean, the thing that I also didn't count on is I don't know if you guys watch 
the British season, but it's like the character of Adam fits much closer in to the characters in the first British series than it does to the U.S. series. So it's like that's what I was modeling the character off of. And when I walked in and I saw that Shoe Bomb was an influencer, I was like, oh, I'm playing this all wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And instead of, instead of like pumping the brakes on Adam, I just doubled down on it, which was in hindsight a foolish move. Well, I mean, you still got farther than you expected though, right? Once you, once you realize you kind of. Every time, every time you make a pass to blocking, you're like, I cannot believe this. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Game on. I might actually win this shit. And they're like, oh, fuck, I'm going home now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then being blocked is uh, is something else, too. It's like getting a pan- Band-Aid ripped off. It's like, you're like, oh, my God, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. And then you're like, hey, it's okay. And then I got to meet Seabird, which was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, that was a really cool. Did you expect that catfish meeting catfish? Or did you really think it was uh, Rebecca? I knew that there was something off about Rebecca. I knew that, like, nobody is that, like, demure and naive. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not expect it to be Seaburn. <laughs> and I was incredibly relieved to open the door and find somebody that was not head over heels in love with what they thought was that. Right. Like, that's like, I mean, my biggest fear going down to meet Rebecca is that there is the potential that I will be breaking somebody's like heart <laughs> and the last thing you you want to do on this is hurt somebody right it's right. like even though it's like okay rebecca is fake it's like i thought she had my back and i still like yeah i have nothing but love for her you know right and yeah it was have you have I, you met yeah, the official was, rebecca i have met i have met the real rebecca All right. she is very pleasant yeah that's cool Incredibly bubbly. Is she? Is she anything like yeah. how Seaburn played her? <laughs> uh, surprisingly more than I thought, but but still no. No, nobody's <laughs> yes, quite like no. the way Seaburn played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was funny to watch. He was he was pretty good to watch for sure. But yeah, now, I mean, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go. You. Go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, so, you ate lots of pizza while you were there. At least that's did, how they edited it. it. Now, did, did, is that like was that just the easiest thing? You could just tell them, "Hey, uh, order me a large whatever," or was is, is pizza like your favorite meal? Uh, I mean, I so you write a grocery list every day, and you're like, "Here's what I want," and yeah, they got me a couple like uh, frozen pizzas, and it's like well, this is the easiest thing for me to eat and make. So I did. Yeah, yeah a couple of nights I had frozen pizza. One night I made chicken cutlets. I made, like, some bread that failed miserably, but <laughs> I made it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I cooked I, I cooked quite a bit, but, yeah, it seemed to be focused on me eating. <laughs> yeah, it, it seemed I'm, like they focused totally on that. that. <laughs> it's It's like... I, I could I could own eating pizza. That's fine. <laughs> I, I also ate a lot of potato chips, and yeah, I I, I ate a lot of trash. <laughs> I did eat broccoli a couple of times. Well, it makes up for it then. Yeah. So you're good. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it balances it out. You know. Yeah. Like but. Gina was like, 
when you go, promise me that you'll eat vegetables too. And I'm like, okay, I promise you I'll eat vegetables. Well, aren't potatoes a vegetable? What? Potatoes are a vegetable, aren't they? Potatoes are a vegetable. Yeah, so you ate chips, so you're good, dude. You had vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Probably more oil on them than potato, but yeah. She didn't classify how you had to eat it. She just wanted to make sure you ate vegetables. So I, I got your back. You're all right. Thanks. I appreciate it. So what was yeah. what, what what in your mind has been like the craziest thing that's happened since you've been on the circle? Like to you. Post circle? Yeah. I mean it's it's pretty much life as usual, except I spend a lot more time on Instagram. Like lots of people have lots of questions. I've been like going live on Instagram kind of frequently, which is completely new and weird to me, but people seem to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but beyond that, there's, there's, I'm surprised how little adjustment has been needed, and I'm kind of grateful for it. No, that's cool, because, yeah, some of those people are just getting blown up with all their, their social media all over the place. Like, I can't well, go on to Twitter without seeing something about Joey or something. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's like, I was out a couple weekends ago with, with Joey and Shoebomb, and some people notice Joey, but everybody notices shoe bomb. It's like we'll be walking down the street and somebody literally tackled shoe bomb <laughs> because they were so excited to see him. And it was like I was standing right next to them and it took them a good three minutes to realize like who I was and what I was doing next to shoe bomb, which I thought was insane. <laughs> and, uh, like people, people just have so much love for those, those poor five people. Right. Is that, was that weird for shoe bomb? Because his whole thing was like, he was anti-social media and all this, and now he's getting all this, like, fandom, in a way. I don't think he quite knows what to do with it. He's still, like, working it out yeah. and figuring it out and and trying to... It's like... Yeah, he's... he's yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing, I don't think. No, <laughs> no offense to him. I have right, nothing right. but love for him, but, but it's like... It's like, I... I engage in social media, but mostly as, like, a browser and a lurker. And I think he just doesn't do it. Uh-huh. So it's, like, for me, it's, like, weird that people want to interact with me. For him, it's just weird to be on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... He doesn't but do he, Instagram, does he? He has an Instagram. Oh, does he? I've uh, never seen it. Late, lately, he's just been... He, he made some merchandise, and he's been pushing his merch... Yeah, I've been seeing that on Twitter. I just, I guess I don't follow him on Instagram. I'll have to do that later. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like a couple posts about the show and then some really old posts from when he was in college. And yeah, now it's a couple posts about the merch. Yeah, he just, he'll figure it out, I think. Or he'll just, yeah, I mean, it'll be 15 minutes for sure. And then something will happen. It'll just kind of dissipate and he'll, he'll go back into the, He'll receive back into the, the world. Right. I think he's going to become governor. <laughs> I don't know. He he did that already. We'll see if he does it again. I, well, he's got more. He's got more clout now. I yeah. think people recognize him, know that name. Yeah, and... he'll, he'll get he'll, he'll get a couple more than four thousand votes. Yeah, yeah. Time. yeah. yeah a couple I don't know more. if it could be Gavin Newsom, but I, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know much about the the governor of California. Right. I know a lot of people run. That's for certain. Oh, really? It's like a huge popularity contest, isn't it? Totally, totally. Well, that's how we got Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> hey. Right. How long did he do that? How long was Arnold the governor? Like a couple years? 
I don't remember. It's like two terms, I think. Good long minute. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It is crazy. So, uh, back to uh, the circle. What was a favorite moment of yours that ended up not making the, the final cut? Um, so, one morning, we wake up, and the news feed is updated, and they give us this article to read about Dad Bob. And I get into, like, this kind of heated conversation with Shoe Bomb over Dad Bob. Because I'm like, Dad Bob, you're unhealthy. It's like, you know, it's promoting obesity. Like, this is bad, this is bad. And at that point, I, like, unbutton my shirt in the room to show, like, look, this is not me. I don't really give a shit about bodies, but I have to say this is Adam. So, like, Shoe Bomb and I had a little bit of beef, and that was right before the time that he saved me. Huh. That and, makes sense because I think he says how, about how you how opened up to him. Where, what was that? So that's kind of what makes sense then, because he said something about how you opened up to him that that day, and it, so I could. Yeah. Get, okay. All right. But also, like, the reason that my shirt was unbuttoned all day that one day is because it was one hot in the room, and two, we had read a article about dad bods, and I'm like, I'm just gonna wear my shirt open all day, and nobody can stop me. <laughs> <laughs> that got that got cut, so instead people just see me belly a flop yeah like he's eating pizza on the couch which i'm also okay with <laughs> yeah of all the people i think of all the people that were on the show you were the only one that was like super chill super yeah. relaxed like the whole time you know you were just well, like fuck it, it i'm doing my thing yeah i mean it's a game and it doesn't it's like you want to win but it doesn't matter right it's like people are going to see what they want to see in you no matter how how you're presented, so just just be comfortable, be true to yourself, and yeah, do what you can to win it. Right, exactly. Now, when they like, how, how did this go down? When when you found out, hey, it's it's your turn to come into the circle. How did that go down? Were you chilling at a hotel and they like, all right, now's your time? And and did you know anything going into it up to that point? So you're in town. And you're allowed to go out with a chaperone. Anytime you leave, they put me in, like, a, a pretty nice Airbnb. Anytime you leave the Airbnb, you have to be with a chaperone. Um, and we were out on the town, and the producer called my chaperone, and they're like, okay, we're going to put Adam in tomorrow. Because they refuse to call you Alex. They only call you Adam, huh. which is mildly maddening. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I was. we were just out i think we were at a museum and we got the call and we went back and i packed up all my stuff and i went in the next day wow so it was real yeah. quick then yeah i mean i had known when the game i knew that i wasn't going in first tier because they said this is when the game is beginning and the thing is is when they take you out to go on the circle they take out more people than necessary to sequester just in case, like, somebody bails or, like, you know, you have extra contestants as, like, insurance. Right. So it's like when I was out there, I didn't know for sure that I'd even be on the show. Right. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like I refuse to, like, acknowledge that I, because every step along the way, it's like, even even in the audition process, it's like, okay, I'm doing this this is fun, I'm not going to get it. And it just kept doing that until I was in the room, and I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> I'm playing the circle now. I'm yeah. in the room. 
So had you seen the circle, the British version, before you went in then, you said? Absolutely. I saw it uh, shortly after its first run. I applied to the U.S. circle because I really loved the U.K. circle. And I read an article on Deadline saying that Netflix picked it up and I just sort of followed the casting. Wow, that's cool. I found out about it too late because I, I went in and it's like, yeah, the auditions are closed, but join the waiting list for a season two or something. So I, before I had even seen the show, I was already on the wait list, but I, I doubt I'll even get a call either. But it's cool. Uh, I imagine what's going to happen with that wait list is they're just going to email everybody when they announce the second season and you'll just apply them. Yeah. Crazy. Because they don't have enough information on people based on what they're gathering. It's just email addresses, I think. So how does the but, uh, the audition process go then for, for something like that? You just fill out an application and then they call you, or do you have to send in like a tape like, hey, I'm Alex, or I want to be Adam, or, you know, whatever? So how did it work? I, you apply online, it's maybe four or five, like, paragraph-long questions, and then you upload a one-minute video just showing who you are. And then, yeah, they they called me, and I was shocked that they said, hey, can you talk on Skype? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I had a Skype call, and then that led to an in-person interview, and then months passed, and they, they took me and they sequestered me in the Marriott by the airport for two days. And they did another interview, and then more time passed, and they said, "Okay, pack your stuff. You're going." Wow. It was it was it was a very slow process, but then all all sort of whirlwind too at the same time. Right. Had you been to London before uh, you filmed? Uh, I have been. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It was it was taped in uh, Manchester, but. Oh, okay. Well, and the, the same place where they did the British version, right? The same place they did the second British version. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I think the first British version was in London proper. Gotcha. Okay. That's cool. Uh, and it's also where they did uh, the Brazilian and French version, which are versions which are coming pretty soon. I'm really excited. Holy crap, it's like they're just filming circle after circle for every yeah. version. It's like America's got America's got talent and Jamaica's got talent and all those that got talent now. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean it makes sense because they have this building and it's all rigged up and it's like why would Netflix produce one show when they could produce right. three shows for the price of one? Right. Yep, just yeah. back to back to back and pump them out. Yep. Yeah, because I like you have the crew, you have the yeah. I'll say it wouldn't be a long time to film, I wouldn't think, because there's only 12 episodes, so probably knocked it out in a yeah. week or so, give or take. Yeah, uh, but, but, but I think I've read online that the, our game lasted 15 days, so I think I can say that our game lasted 15 days from the oh, okay. moment somebody walked into the building to the moment somebody walked out of the building. Wow. Oh, wow. Right. But the a- UK version, have you guys seen the UK version? No, I was going to ask you, how the hell did you find it? Because I want to watch it now. Oh. It is excellent. Uh, the most legal way to watch the UK version is if you get a VPN and say you're in the UK oh. and then go to the Channel 4 website and then you can watch it all for free on the Channel 4 website. Fantastic. Nice. Um, Write that so, down now. <laughs> I have a VPN, um, so that'll work out perfect for me. Yeah, you just have to say you're in, somewhere in the UK and 
You might have to make a Channel 4 account, but it's easy enough. Sweet. Yeah, I'm slowly doing um, that. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. Oh, yeah. I don't know where I was going with it before that, but, yeah, the UK show is, I mean, I think it's, it's excellent. I think it might be better than the U.S., but I think as time goes on, like, this show is only going to get better and crazier and more beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I think it took off like a whirlwind here in in the states. Like, just, like everybody knows about this globally. It's yeah. like I'm getting messages from from Turkey and Saudi Arabia, and it's like, where? What? It's like <laughs> I would never think that the circle would air in Saudi, but it is. Yeah, which wow. I think is insane. Yeah, so you're like globally known now, not just statewide. I know. That's awesome. I didn't really. Well, it's like they tell you that when you apply. They're like, okay, this is going to be on Netflix for an indeterminate amount of time, and it could be seen universally. And you're like, yeah, 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 universally, whatever. Like, <laughs> ten people are going to watch this on Netflix, and <laughs> it's going to be over. You know? Yeah. It's like, but no, it's, it's done really quite well, which I'm very happy for, because it means I get... Do we lose him? Can you hear yeah, us? I'm here. Sorry, oh. I, I I hit the mute button by mistake. Oh, all right. <laughs> but I I don't know where in my rant I got. Uh, you were saying it was really cool because you get, and that's as far as I heard. Yeah, I mean it's really it's really great that it it did so well because it probably means that it'll just be more circle for me to watch, which yeah. I'm grateful for as a consumer. Right. That's cool. All right, now yeah. I had another question. I got to figure out where it is here. Uh, oh, what was for you other than the heat? What was like the hardest thing about living in the circle? I mean, just being away from home and not sleeping in your own bed. It's like I was in the game for a week, but I was still away from home and pretty much out of communication with Gina for a whole month, which is it's really hard. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know it's going to be hard, but then it's even harder than you think it'll be. It's like, yeah, it's so, like. Even yeah, when you're, uh, not, when you weren't in the show, like when you were done, you still couldn't have your phone to call her and say, hey, I'm coming home in a couple of days or whatever. So you were allowed to have like supervised calls. So wow. like the chaperone would be next to you and you would talk for like five minutes, 10 minutes, sometimes 20, if you could like push your chaperone patients. All right. So keep feeding them drinks. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and even then, it's like, you're away, there's no, like, it's not really intimacy, it's like, you're just kind of distant. Yeah. And it's hard. That's, so. I, I would, that would that be, what, yeah, be rough. That's hard, and then, also, it's like, the other thing that I didn't think of is, for some reason, you go on to a show like this, or I did, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to come out and... I'm going to be beloved. And then you go on Twitter and you're like, oh, my God, these people hate me. <laughs> Which is, it's like I didn't really, I mean, it's it's all sorts of things all at once. It's like because I was going in as somebody who was deceitful because I had no qualms about being deceitful. The word choice, the way I played, the way I was edited to play. So it's like it's all sorts of things. But So they released it in these three drops, and my big drop was the second week. Mm-hmm. And so the big drop was the second week. 
I made the mistake of reading Twitter before watching my episodes because <laughs> we had a bunch of friends over to watch. Oh. Which I'm like, oh my god, they they gave me the worst edit possible. I'm like a monster. People hate me. The world hates me. And then I watched it, and I wasn't. No, I didn't. So I didn't think you were a monster at all. I thought you were funny as shit. I was like, when I when I first well, nailed the Sammy interview, I was like, I gotta I gotta work on Alex too because he's funny as shit. Yeah, and but I mean the thing is, is you read Twitter and it's like people on Twitter want to be angry. People on Twitter want to have strong opinions, and I made it really easy for them to have strong opinions. Yeah, yeah, which is quite okay. And then yeah, I was very relieved to watch it to see like. Oh, these people are just irrational people on the internet, like most people on the internet. Right, exactly. Now, who's the? Have you? What's the? I guess the the craziest thing like somebody's messaged you like, like in in anger or or whatever. Like, do you have like one that stands out that's like, oh my god, what's wrong with this guy or whatever? Somebody, somebody on Twitter with like a quarter of a million followers said that they would eat my liver. <laughs> wow, what? Like. That they hated me and that they would eat my liver. Um, that was one. And then another one was a DM on, on Instagram where a gentleman said, you don't need to be gay to enjoy a good foot licking. Which I thought was a very, very curious statement. Huh. Wow. That's, that's, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. A lot of foot, feet yeah, finishes I mean, out there I, lately. I, yeah. I mean, somebody offered to buy Somebody was looking to buy somebody's socks. Yeah, Miranda's socks. Been, and, yeah. Oh, Miranda's socks. And yeah. it's like, Miranda, get that money. Yeah. How much do they want to give you? How much does a sock cost? Yeah, no shit. That's what I told her. I was like, man, I would have been. Not, it's, not, it's not even your underwear. It's just your socks. Yeah. Right. She could get like a sock company to sponsor and get free socks anyways and get paid to do it. Right. And get money off it in, yeah. in the background. Yeah. That's so, crazy. So how many, yeah, how many interviews I've have got, you been got, doing? A lot of interviews, or how many? What? How many interviews have you been it's, asked to do? Quite a few. Let's see. This is maybe my third podcast. Right. It's, it's been mixed. I somebody from shit. It was OK Magazine. Somebody from OK Magazine talked with me, which was lovely. Leanne over at OK Magazine. I got an interview at Decider. dot com with this guy Brett White, who's lovely. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's not. Like the president knocking down my door, but I really do love talking. I'm talking about my experience. Yeah, that's good. That's why we have you on, so we could hear about it because it's cool. Yeah, we weren't there. We just watched it and lived vicariously through all of you. So it's <laughs> it's cool to be able to talk to you guys. You know, and it's cool that, like I was telling Miranda, it's cool that you guys, as celebrities now, actually respond to DMs either through Twitter and Instagram, and a lot of celebrities just don't. You know. Yeah, I mean. Everybody on the cast is, like, pretty much super open, super excited to talk about it, super excited to be involved with it. So, yeah, it's like, I, I love the experience, and I don't want it to end, so I'm just going to keep doing it until people stop knocking on my door. Right. Oh, yeah. That's super cool. Who was your favorite person to meet in real person, or in real life? I mean, I love, love, love meeting Seaburn. Who do I, I really love Sean. I had no idea Sean was going to be Sean. Right. And yeah. she's a beautiful person. Karen is really great. I was not a fan of Mercedes, but yeah, Karen is such a sweetheart. That's cool. Yeah, she seems super cool. 
yeah, she's really chill, really smart, really funny. I mean, the, the people who did the casting for this show, they got it spot on, yeah. I thought. Like, yeah. everybody is super, super great. Yeah, they got a nice mix of, of personalities that could all kind of either, you know, play off of each other or, you know. I think they did a really good job, yeah. Yeah. So in, in your yeah. show, you uh, you got to paint, Sean. Now, have you painted before that, or is this the first time you've experienced with paint? I know you said you were an artist or a, a, a student of arts. So is that the first time you've used acrylic? Uh, no, I've used acrylic before. I don't, I mean, that's roughly, if I were to make a painting, that's roughly what a painting would look like if I made it. I typically don't work on a canvas that big. Uh-huh. And it's like, I don't know if they said it on the show, but you only had 30 minutes to make the painting. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's super fast. Yeah, they didn't say that. Yeah. And it's a really big canvas. Yeah, that was huge. And it's like, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very proud of my painting. I think it was, a. Uh, I think it was quite good. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Uh, Maybe maybe Bill's painting of me, which oddly looked like me, was better. (laughs) But uh, trying to think. Oh, Chris is. Chris had a nice painting. I mean, there were there were a lot of nice paintings, and there were a lot of shit paintings. (laughs) No offense to 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 my circle family, but (laughs) not paint where it's shit. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. But you're right on the on the time thing. Like I I paint on a sixteen by twenty and. Something that I'm really focused on will take me between four and eight hours. So to do that in thirty minutes on a bigger canvas, yeah. I, I would go nuts. I'd have a stick yeah, figure. Like, well, it's like I, I wanted to make sure that there wasn't like an abundance of empty space, and yeah, I mean, I also can't like draw or paint figuratively very well. So, no, I, yeah, I like that, the that face. Roughly looks like. Thanks. Yeah, the face yeah, was cool. Uh, I haven't. I haven't made a painting. In a minute, I should. I think about going back to it. And when I do paint, I typically paint with acrylics on like sort of heavy paper. I just okay. haven't done it in a while. Yeah, get on that, man. You, you know, you got to get back into the hobby. Yeah. You know, do do the things you love. It's all about that. Yeah. Now, do, do, did okay. you get to keep any of these paintings, or what happened I, with these nobody, paintings? Nobody knows what happened to them. Really? I really, I really want uh, Bill's painting of me, but yeah, I don't know. Where they went, I'm. I have this like sinking fear that they ended up in a bin somewhere. Oh, that would suck. You think they would like maybe, maybe they'll auction them off or something like, hey, season one I, paintings and that see. That would be great. Yeah, you know? that'd be cool. Yeah, benefit somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So looking at Bill's painting of you when it was like nice, too nice question mark. Did you did you take a shot at you for that, or do you think it was just him being him? Like, how did you receive that? I mean, I in the game, I was incredibly confused by it because it's like, is this an insult? Is this like, is this you saying like I'm fake? I, I just didn't understand. It wasn't like clear enough of a message mm-hmm. for me yeah. to like understand what it meant. Yeah, I didn't take it at that at all when I first watched it, and then watching back the other day when I think it was Shuby was like, man, he's taking shots right off the bat. And I'm like. I guess I could see it as a shot. Like, I didn't see it as a shot the first time around. Yeah, I mean, it's a shot, but it's an incredibly weak shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if somebody wants to call me too nice, I mean, that's that's better than most other things. Right. 
Yeah. Screw you, man. Yeah. You're too and nice. <laughs> well, it's also confusing because at that point, I think I never had a one-on-one conversation with Bill proper. So. Mm. Oh, true. So it's just like these group chats where everybody's like, yeah, we're friends. Let's go to the bar. Let's buy a drink. And it's like I wasn't being like abundantly nice comparative to other people. I was just going along with the way everybody else was talking. Right. Yeah. So you so, were kind of a follower yeah, at the time. Yeah, but I really did like her painting. Yeah, no. It was... And it did look more like me than Adam. So. <laughs> I, yeah, ironically, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it's funny because you said that, too, like on the show. I was like, actually, now that you look at it, yeah. And his face was really good, too. Like, I hate doing faces when I paint, but your guys' faces were, like, phenomenal for the time you guys had. I really liked them, yeah. too. You know, and then I think it's I funny that incredibly cartoonish, but I am kind of a cartoonish person, so I'll take it. You're very quirky, for sure, for sure. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a good quality. I mean, it's not as good as being too nice, but it's it's uh, it's right up there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Bill, Bill should play up his uh, clairvoyancy when it comes to this. I should I should tell him that you should. That he's a that he's more of a clairvoyant than he'll ever know. You probably have to explain what that is to him too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's a cool dude. He's he's really funny. Like we watch, I watch a lot of his Instagram stuff. We're trying to get him on too, but uh, hasn't quite worked out yet. We'll get him on eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, if anybody got got screwed on the show, I feel like, I mean, people are like, "Oh, Bill, he's so salty," but it's like he was literally in the game for a day and then immediately left. Yeah. Well, it's like Alana. I, I think. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I I don't remember why he left so nope. quickly. No, he just He was just voted he was voted lowest. Yeah. And, uh, he was the instant block. That's right. It's kinda like he didn't have enough time to really even get to get involved because he, he took it as like exactly. why is everybody like Oh I love you and all you know, it's kinda how he was Yeah. Yeah. It kinda well, I think were, it, it makes it hard coming in late and then you know, yeah, but I mean, yeah, Bill. Bill really didn't like get time to let his personality shine. No, and no. He's, yeah, outside of the game, he's super funny and super sharp and clever. And yeah, he's and just, always just, posting funny he didn't shit. Have enough time. Um, but, I was going to ask you something else. Oh, what is what does the future hold for uh, for Alex and Gina? Uh. You know, more life. We're finally going on our honeymoon, which was postponed because I went on a reality television show. Right. So we're going on a honeymoon in April, which we're both very much looking forward to. Going uh, somewhere nice? I, what? Are you guys going somewhere nice? We're going to Europe. Oh, cool. I think we're going to go to Germany for a little bit, Italy for a little bit, uh, Portugal for a couple of days. That'll like, be fun. kind of a whirlwind. It's, it's not going to be too, too long. It's just going to be... It's going to be nice. No, yeah. that's cool. Um, it's really cool. I, I don't know. I think I should I should start looking for a real job. <laughs> like, real yeah, jobs, having, you, you having know. Like, con- consistent, positive income would be a very nice thing right now. Yeah, yeah that usually helps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but. Unless, unless somebody wants to, to go to bat for me and uh, give me a huge sponsorship. I'm open to it. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, I'm, I'm open yeah, for anything. I figure as well. if I 
if I keep saying it and putting it out in the world, maybe somebody will pick it up. You should uh, you should put your socks out there as an option. That's you right. Just never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Well, I do do not offer to lick a, your a foot. Particular sense that is unique to me. Yeah, that's definitely interesting for sure. So I know we're, we're kind of winding down on time. We always run uh, run everybody through a Mad Lib. You got time to do a Mad Lib with us? Sure, I can do a Mad Lib. Fantastic. Ryan will ask you some qu- some uh, some word questions here. All right. Um, let's do. Give me some adjectives. I need a I need a handful of adjectives here. Um. Let's see. Humongous. Uh. Green is an adjective, no? Yeah, that works. Uh, shiny. Uh, floral. Gritty. And, uh, let's see. Two more. How many more do you need? I need two more. Uh, slippery and beige. Was it, it was beige? Beige. Okay. All right. Now I need, um, let's see, one, two, three, four plural nouns. Four plural nouns. Cats, kittens, felines, and uh, wheels. I was really thinking you were going to throw one more cat type in there. Yeah, I was like, well, I was what's the to next one going to be? <laughs> uh, and then I need one noun. One noun. Tree. Tree, all right. Um, give me a number. 74. Is that how many cats you have? I can't remember. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing I need is a part of the body, plural. Ankles. Ankles. Okay. This Mad Lib is called The King of the Butterflies. Uh, The monarch butterfly, with its distinctive black and yellow cats, is one of the most humongous insects on the planet. But it doesn't start life as a beautiful tree. (laughs) A monarch egg first hatches into a gritty caterpillar that spins a floral covering made of silk called the cocoon. Over a period of 74 weeks, the caterpillar turns into a slippery butterfly. When the monarch is able to spread its felines, it flies away to feed on a variety of kittens, including milkweed, red, clover, and other shiny flowers. Monarchs are especially noted for their green migrations across the country and upon occasion across the Atlantic and Pacific wheels. In flight, these beige butterflies are a sight for sore ankles. (laughs) Oh, I, I like it. It's like, um, I'm, I'm sure these word choices have revealed some sort of part of my inner psyche. I'm sure my, <laughs> my, my shrink would love to, would love to play Mad Libs with me. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'd have a good time with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I should, I should throw it out in the next session. There you yeah. go. Maybe, hey, just out of curiosity, let's play a little game. <laughs> yeah, let's play some Mad Libs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be like, whoa, he's overanalyzing everything that you just said. <laughs> but. All right, well, is there anything else you uh, want to ask him, Ryan? I know. I think uh, you want to pimp out all your uh, social media so people can follow you if they're not already? Oh, it's really difficult. So 
My Instagram is a underscore underscore lake. And then my Twitter is a underscore 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 lake. And I have a TikTok. I think that's the same as the Instagram. Okay. And then I have a website that's a-lake.com, which you can click through my Instagram to get to. That's how I found it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty bad at plugging myself. That's all right, man. That's I'm, 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 I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a, an acquired taste. Some people like it, some people don't. Yeah. But I guess I, I don't think yeah. I have to look and see. I don't know if I follow you on Twitter. I might have to look and change that. I know I do, obviously on Insta. Yeah, but. I'm there. Now, I do you do you enjoy TikTok? TikTok seem to be taken I'm, off lately. I've I've been hearing it a lot. It's, it's for the kids. I don't quite get yeah. it. I feel weird about it. <laughs> it's like you scroll through, and it's a lot of like. 15 year old girls dancing and I'm like I don't think this is for me and then <laughs> they were like Alex make TikToks we'd love to see you on TikTok and I'm like I don't know what I'm saying I don't know what I'm doing you just gotta do I some dance moves <laughs> just do some dances and I'm trying. put it out there oh my god these dance moves it's like you watch these people do it and it's like oh that's easy I could do that and then you try to do it and it's like I mean I also just have great difficulty like mirroring things like I can't go to a yoga class because I would go insane because I just know I would be doing it wrong <laughs> right <laughs> so it's it's really difficult they make like these these people make it look really easy and it's just not yeah but I hear you but there you know who has Seaburn is killing it at TikTok I think he just did it last week but he's he's doing really well at it really in my cool. opinion and I know he's doing cameo. I saw that yeah, too. I was just gonna say you get you should get on cameo. I don't get it. I mean, if somebody wants me to like say happy birthday to their dog, they can send me a DM and say, "Hey, can you send me a video saying happy birthday to my dog?" And it's like, I don't know. I should do it, but also like, just, like why would people spend ten dollars for this? Because yeah. they're paying for your celebrityness now. You know, I know. I should cash in on it while I can. For sure, man. <laughs> like they're, they're, get those fifteen they're, minutes. They're two. They're two factions to me. One is like, no, all of this deserves to be free. Anybody who wants it should be able to come to me, and I will just provide it. And the other one is like, no, collect all the money, <laughs> stack it in little stacks, and then dive into it. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck so style. Think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> A, a little less Karl Marx and a little more Scrooge McDuck is how I need to think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's food for thought going into, you know, the next ver- version of uh, interview questions for you when people start asking you for more interviews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So You have an interview with me if you donate $5 a month on my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You got a Patreon too now, I, or you're thinking about exciting one? I'm just, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, well, like, shit, we'll put that down I, too. Yeah, if I had something, I mean, I guess I could I could start all sorts of things. I just I don't trust myself to execute things. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if I don't charge somebody five dollars for a message, if I do it or don't do it, it doesn't matter. But if I do charge somebody, it means I have to do it in a timely manner. True, right? True. <laughs> just make sure you let them know that you'll get it done in the next year, and then you've got <laughs> plenty you of go. time. Yeah, exactly. You get plenty of time. <laughs> you will get a birthday message in the next 
five years from me. Yeah. yeah. I just won't put the year, like happy 21st birthday. I'll just say happy birthday. That way it's, it's covered. Yeah, yeah, you can use it, you can use it any year. That's right. right. There you go. That's, that's you what can, you should do. My, my, yeah, my, my cameo account is just on me sending the same video over and over. It's like, <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. So, Purple message, happy birthday, send. And I just send it to yeah. everybody who. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. That's, Happy birthday. Insert your name here. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Your friend said it was your birthday. Is that true? Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's fucking awesome. So, There's a market for that, man. There is for sure, and you could do it so easily. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know. The thing is, is, I wouldn't buy it, so I wouldn't want somebody else to buy it, but I guess people do want to buy it. It's, it's crazy. I'm, I have, like, backwards thoughts for sure. Right. So we'll definitely have to get you to see all our, our happy birthdays and happy anniversaries videos before you go to Cameo. Then we'll, we'll have to set that up <laughs> yeah. another time. I mean, just, just DM me and I'll send you all the happy birthday videos you want. Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Alex, thanks for taking your time. Or should I say Adam? I know how much you love being called <laughs> <Yeah>. Adam. <laughs> so, no, thanks again, man. Uh, we'll definitely be in touch. And when this comes out, I will uh, send you a message so you've got it and you can uh, send it out as well if you'd like. Thank you so much for talking with me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming yeah, coming man, on, man. We'll talk great. to you later. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, yep. Ryan. Have a good day, man. Yep. Bye. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. So there I am in my car, listening to shitty music. 
and I ask myself the tough questions. Why am I listening to the same song over and over again when I could be listening to the D2R Podcast Network? And is it true that he who smelt it dealt? And why the fuck did the chicken cross the road? And what the hell is on Joey's head? Hey, I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today. Or yesterday.